This is the Maimonides Minute on JewishCoffeeHouse.com. Now, here's Rabbi Scott Kahn. Welcome back to the Maimonides Minute. Today's shiur is sponsored in honor of Chava Bas Pesya. We continue with Hilchot Chameitu Matzah, Perak Halacha Tet. Mishum Shne'emar Ushmartem HaTamatzot, because the Pasuk in Shemot Yudbet says, guard the Matzot, Klomar in other words, Hizaharuba Matzah, be careful with Matzah, Vishimru Otah Mikol Tzad Chimutz, and guard it from any element of leavening, Lefichach, therefore Amru Chachamim, the sages said, Tzarich Adam Lehizaher Badagan Sho'ochel Mimen Pesach, a person must be very careful with the grain he eats on Pesach, Kedei Shalu Yavoa Lavmayim Achar Shniktzar, to make sure that no water comes upon it after it's been harvested. Ajlo Yabo Shumchimutz, ensuring that there is no leavening whatsoever. Dagan Shetababa Nahar, Oshnafala Lavmaim, grain that was sunk into a river or onto which water fell, Kishem Shasor Lochlo, just as it is forbidden to eat it, Kachasor Lakaimo, it is also forbidden to hold on to it. Ella rather, Mochroli Israel Modio, a person may sell it to a Jew, telling him that it is Chametz, Kedeshiochlanu Kodama Pesach, so that the Jew will eat it before Pesach begins. The Imicharola Goyim Kodama Pesach, if he sells this submerged grain to non Jews before Pesach, Mocherma Atlachol Echad Veachad, he must sell a little bit to each individual non Jew, Kedeshiochla Kodama Pesach, so that it will be finished before Pesach arrives, Shema Yachzor Hagoy, Vim Karenu Israel, lest the non Jew sell it to a Jew. We have to make sure it's so little that it will be finished before Pesach because the non-Jew, not realizing that chametz is an issue and not thinking about it, may sell it back to a Jew who doesn't bother to check if this ever was submerged. Halacha Yud Dagan shnafal alav delef Grain onto which water was dripping. Kolzman shu torei tipa achar tipa As long as it continuously is dripping, afilu kol hayom kulo, even all day long, eno balidei chimutz, it will not become chametz. Aval, however, kishaposek, once that dripping stops, im nishtahakishior, if it waits long enough to become chametz, hareza asor, it then becomes forbidden. Halachi yudalef. Ein lashin bepesach isagdola shematachmitz. A person may not need a large piece of dough on Pesach, lest it become chametz. Ella, rather, shior challah bilvad. He may only use enough dough to make what's called challah, a technical amount, which will be explained shortly. Vein lashin lo bechamin. One may not need dough with warm water. Velo chama, and not with water warmed by the sun. Velo b'mayim shin shavu bobayom, and not even with water that was drawn on the day that you're using it. Rather, it must be water that was drawn the day before, which will be colder than water that's been heated by the sun. And if one violated this prohibition and needed the dough with any of these, warm water, water heated by the sun, or water that was drawn on the same day that it's needed, the bread, the result, is forbidden. Halacha Yudbet a woman should not sit under the sun, kneading. And not even under the sky, meaning outside, on a cloudy day. Even in a spot where the sun is not shining. We're afraid that it will heat up and become chametz. She may not leave the dough alone and do something else, because then it will become chametz once she stops kneading it. If she were kneading it and baking at the same time, she needs to have two vessels of water. 
Echad shemekatefet bo, one that she uses to put the water on top of the bread. Ve'echad shemitzanenet bo yada, and another one where she cools out her hands. Vim avrav lashat tachad hashemesh, if she violated this and kneaded in the sun, o shulotzinenet yada, or she did not cool off her hands in that second vessel. Or if she used a large piece of dough, larger than the amount of challah, the bread is still allowed. How much is this amount of challah, which is the maximum amount one should use? Approximately 43 and a fifth eggs. The size of a medium egg. Not the weight, rather the volume. 43 and one-fifth eggs is the volume of challah, assuming medium-sized eggs, and again, we're dealing with volume, not with weight. That is the maximum size a person should need on Pesach for any given piece of bread. If it's larger than that, while bidyevet, if one's careful, it's still allowed, nevertheless, one is taking a chance on its becoming chametz. Halacha Yud Gimel As long as a person is dealing with the dough, even all day long, he's kneading it, it will not become chametz. If he leaves his hands away from it and stops kneading it, and he allows the dough to wait, he allows it to wait long enough such that if he puts his hand upon it, one will hear the sound, which means that it has risen, we know from that fact, by the fact that the dough, when being hit, makes a sound, it has become chametz, he must burn it immediately. If the sound is not heard, nevertheless, if a person waited long enough to walk a meal, which is approximately a kilometer, and is 18 minutes, it has become chametz. This is even if one cannot hear that sound. And he must burn it immediately. 18 minutes, being left alone, is the amount of time it takes for the dough to become chametz. And similarly, if the top of the bread became white, like a person whose hair is on end, in other words, a person who becomes scared and his face goes white, that color, it is forbidden to eat it. However, one does not incur the penalty of karet because of this, because it is not considered chametz gamor. It is, however, considered chametz gamor in the other two instances, namely, if it makes a sound when being hit, or if a person waited 18 minutes. Halacha Yudalid. Hayushtei isot, shikbiu hayad mehan be'et achat, v'nishtahu. A person had two pieces of dough, and he removed his hands from them at the exact same time and waited. Ve'achat mehan, yishla kol, one of them has a sound when being hit, and the other one does not. Both of them must be burned. They are both chametz gamor. Even though the sound is only heard in one, because it happened at the exact same time, we must assume that both of them are chametz. Halacha tetvav. One may not make Syrian breads that have designs on them on Pesach because a typical housewife will take a lot of time for them. And because it takes so long, they become chametz while they're being made. Therefore, professional bakers, they are allowed to make them, because they are expert in their profession, and they're fast in making them. However, regular people at home are forbidden from making these Syrian breads. 
Even if one uses a mold in order to make them, thereby saving time, lest other people will see that it's allowed to be made, and they themselves will also make these Syrian breads, without a mold. And then they will allow it to wait too long, and it will become chametz. So even though using some sort of mold will make sure that it will not take too long to make, nevertheless we're afraid that other people will see it, assume that it's okay, and then make these breads, waiting too long, and thereby making it chametz. Water, the one uses to wash hands, and the kneading trough, after it's been used for kneading dough. And similarly, other water that one uses when he's kneading the dough. One must spill it out on a slant, down a hill. So that it does not gather in a single place, and then it will become chametz when it sits there. One should make sure it goes down in such a way that it does not all gather together and sit in one spot. Because it's moving, it will not become chametz. And because it's moving down a hill, it will not gather in a single place, and therefore there will never be enough to be a kazayit of chametz such that a person could create chametz on Pesach. That's all for now on the Maimonides Minute. If you would like to sponsor a podcast, please write to aliza at jewishcoffeehouse.com.